All right, what's happening? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. What's going on out there? Happy Wednesday. How are we doing out there getting situated on this new microphone setup? Hopefully it sounds nice. Um, what's going on? How are you doing on a Wednesday night? How are you doing? I just saw a commercial, an Amazon commercial. Worst commercial ever. So here's the commercial. This dog is like tearing up the house. They get a new dog, this family. They leave. Every time they leave, the dog tears the shit out of the house. So they decide... They get on Amazon, they're looking at stuff on Amazon, and they get a dog crate. And I'm like, what, they're just going to put the dog in a crate? And it turns out there's another dog in the crate. So I guess they just bought a new dog to help the other dog not chew anything. Or they're both going to chew everything now. So it's it, it, it's like, that's the that's the Amazon commercial? Did they buy the dog on Amazon? Just a crate? I have so many questions now. And we probably shouldn't be buying more dogs when you have a bad dog to make the dog better. It's like having kids to save the relationship. It's probably not the best idea. Anyway. That's my that's that's my weekly thought on Amazon and their their advertisements. It's been a long day. All right, let's get to it. We've got some random thoughts for today. Seriously, just like some random uh, thoughts in the world of sports betting. And uh, I want to start off with this: Is anyone betting with Foxbet? Like, is anybody out there actually betting with Foxbet? Um, I was looking the other day at some money line prices in college basketball and NH, uh, NHL, and it seems like pretty consistently. Uh, Fox bet has the worst price for every game, every side. Like usually if you get uh, like, like a, a skewed market, usually these, these sports books tend to, uh, maybe like weigh the favorite a little heavier. It's like, nope. Fox bet is the worst bet. Every single place you go, let's just pull it up right now. Okay. So tonight let's use some NHL, for example, Oilers and the penguins. All right. Oilers penguins currently on like a normal website with a 20 cent straddle, like BetMGM. uh, penguins minus 115. Oilers minus 105. That's what it should be, right? Bet Rivers has minus 110, minus 110. That's that's normal. That's not screwing anyone. That that's what everyone's agreed upon. That's the market standard, 20 cents. Fox Bet always has a little bit more. They the Penguins are minus 105, but uh, the Oilers are minus 118, right? Uh, for the Ducks Capitals, the Ducks are on like every other fair website. The Ducks are about plus 260, minus 350. Okay. Uh, on uh, Fox bet there, yeah, minus 350, plus 240. It's like every bet is a little bit worse. Fox always holds a little more. And that, if you're opening a sports book, that's immediately how you can guarantee you make more money is instead of minus 110, minus 110, just charge minus 110, minus 115, or minus 115, minus 115. That alone, that additional couple percent that you're giving yourself will help. I mean, you, you could have a dog run a sports book, and that's fine as long as you're charging more. So that's the view of Foxbet, apparently. They're just going to screw their customers, charge as much as they can. I mean, I recommend personally that if you're betting with Foxbet, unless you're a, a professional that picks their spots and one out of every probably 20 or so bets is going to be doable on there, just don't sign up with Foxbet. Not a good option to uh, sign up with a sports book that consistently charges more when other sports books are charging less for both sides not just one. So, and look, this is something to where like I don't have anything against Foxbet, but if they called me to advertise on the show, I'd say no. I don't believe in companies like that. I believe in in advertising good companies that will help the audience instead of companies that are looking to screw the audience. Like uh like Better Edge, right? Better Edge, great friend of the show, B E T T O R like sportsbetteredge.com. They've gotten rid of the vig. So they're going the other direction. They're actually taking the vig away. And you may have a lot of questions like, how do they make money? How's that work? That's for a different podcast. Just understand they've gotten rid of the minus 110. You're betting risk-free with Better Edge. That's not the case with, with Fox Bet. So let me know. 
Find us on Twitter at SBD underscore pod. Do you bet with Fox bet? And if so, why do you just, are you insanely rich? You don't, you don't care if you lose that much money. Maybe you like losing money. Maybe it's like a sick, like, like a weird fetishized thing that you have, where you just like love losing money. Therefore you bet with Fox bet. So let me know though. Interested as uh, to why that might be. Okay. Um, let's move on. Move along, sir. Uh, I saw a couple articles I want to talk about. One mentioned uh, sports betting tips. And it was, uh, the, this was actually sent to me by a listener last week. The article is six tips for becoming a sharper sports better. And it's uh, by the Washington Post. And if there's anyone who you want to go to for betting advice, it's the Washington Post. So I was sent this from a listener that said, hey, is this good uh, information? Thought I'd talk about it on today's show. And also, while I was looking for that article, I found another one. So let's start off with the Washington Post article. Uh, six tips for becoming a sharper sports better. I've just narrowed it down to the six exact tips they give. And I'll bury the lead and let you know what I think, first of all. It's actually a pretty good list. So I think that whoever wrote this... See if we can get a name here. I don't. I didn't write the author's name down. Neil Greenberg. Either Neil Greenberg did his homework, or he's a pretty good better himself. Because the six tips they give, I actually think, are pretty good. I have a couple to add, but here's the six tips given in the Washington Post article: uh, six tips for becoming a sharper sports better. Number one: know your bets break-even rate, which is very important. As we always talk about, minus one ten equals fifty-two point three eight percent. And what that means is every time you make a minus 110 bet, whatever you're betting on, whether it's an NBA game, an NFL game, or you know the hot dog eating contest, that event you're betting on has to hit at least 52.38% of the time for you to, for you to make a break-even bet. Okay, so that's what break-even means. If we think the LA Lakers are going to win the game at least 54% of the time, and the money line is Lakers minus 110, that's a good bet for us. We're, we're getting minus 110 a price, 52.38, that we think should be charged 54%. So that's a very good number one. Know your bets break even rate. Number two, shop around for the best price. Also a very good piece of advice that not enough people do. Everyone says this, not enough people do it. And I think the reason not enough people do it is it's just, it's kind of a pain, right? You sign up with a new sports book. You got to put money in. I mean, if all of us have 20 outs, which means we feasibly, you know, theoretically can make any bet at any of these 20 outs at any time, that means you're either depositing, taking money out on the reg, or you've got money in there. And if you've got 20 outs, even with $1,000 in each, how many people out there have $20,000 just to have sitting around ready to bet? So, it's tough, and it's t- it's much easier said than done. But if you do want to be a winning sports better, that's part of it. The grinding process of shopping around. That's why some betters pay whatever it is. It's like $500 a month for Don Best. I think that's the price. Uh, Don Best is just a... Uh, they... Um, they, they, they get all the, the prices like in the, in the world, so you can see the prices at every sports book in the world. I'm not pulling anything up right now. Let's see. What does... Done best cost. Uh, this says two forty nine a month. I thought it was more than that. I thought it was five hundred a month. Either way, that's a lot of money per month. Just to have access to real time odds for every sports book in the world. Uh, so some people do that because it's worth it for them, right? Um, knowing the best price obviously is, or shopping around for the best price, finding the best uh, uh, bet out there is definitely important for a sports better. Number three, know the value of a half point especially in NFL betting. And, and again, these are these six tips 
for becoming a sharper sports better on the Washington Post article. Number three, know the value of a half point, especially in NFL betting. Um, yeah, this is very important. I don't know if it's one of the six most important things for becoming a pro sports better because that implies that you're going to be buying half points all the time. I mean, I would just, my advice for everyone is just don't buy half points because generally 98% of the time it's not worth it anyway. So it may make you feel better to buy a two and a half to three or four and a half to five or whatever, but it's generally not worth it to buy a half point. So if you know the value, that's good. But I mean, I can give you a spreadsheet that I've, you know, it's pretty standard. It's like eight cents for every half point, 10 cents for the important numbers, 12 cents for some other numbers. So um, that one I don't think is as important, but there you go. Number three, number four, avoid parlays, especially same game parlays. I love number four. Now we've talked about this before a ton. Parlays in their intrinsic nature of what a parlay is actually is not a bad bet as long as you use it correctly. The issue is most people don't use parlays correctly and have a ton of exposure and volume on games they normally wouldn't have. So avoiding parlays is generally going to be a good piece of advice for anyone out there, especially same game parlays. The first thing that, that is a dead giveaway for if you don't know what you're doing in sports betting is you talk about same game parlays. I was watching a YouTube the other day with like uh, the the guy's name is like Eric Rayweather. He's he talks about Madden, and it's funny. He's not like a pro sports better. I don't expect him to know what he's talking about. But uh, he was doing an ad for DraftKings during the YouTube uh, during the video, and he and has, his ad he goes, "Yeah, I like DraftKings. I like the same game parlays. You can put players together for an even bigger payout." It's like, well, first of all, it's not a bigger payout, and second of all, in a same game parlay, they actually diminish your payouts. So if you're looking for a bigger payout, the last thing you would ever do is make a same game parlay because they they pay back less for the same bets that you would make elsewhere. See, for decades, and I've said this before, but it's worth repeating. For decades, forever, when I was a sports better and you know through the 70s and 80s and 90s and 2000s, same game parlays were illegal. You couldn't make them anywhere. And the reason was there's far too much correlation in any one game to make same game parlays worth it for the sports book. So what happened? Why the sudden change of heart? Well, it's simple. They just started charging an ungodly amount for the same bet. So it's like, okay, if you're going to pay into this, of course you can make it. So this, the idea is a two-team parlay pays, what, like plus 263, something like that. So if you are if, if you get two bets that should be minus 110, minus 110, you, you pay 263. If you make a same-game parlay, instead of plus 263, it may, play, it may pay plus 220. Right, so they're they're diminishing your payouts, and even though you may say, well, "Hey, I still win," over the course of time, you're going to get demolished. You're going to bleed out. So that's why same game parlays are bad. Is they just charge way too much for you to make them in the first place. So they're horrible bets to make. Never make same game parlays. No one should make same game parlays. Now, some people should make parlays in some instances, but and and that's that's such a deep topic for another day. But same game parlays, no one should ever make ever. Uh, number five. Place your bets early in the week, not last minute. This is very important. We've talked about this before. Betting early is very important. I, I completely agree with that. That's one of the most important things in being a better sports better. And then number six, focus on closing line value. Here's why number six is important to me. Closing line value doesn't pay the bills. Closing line value is is not going to get, you know, put any money in your bank account. But closing line value is a good indication if you're doing the right thing and you're on the right side generally. So if you're a new sports better, I would not actually look at your win-loss rate. I'd look at how you're doing against closing line value your first six months to a year doing this. And that's sort of the paradox with this whole thing about sports betting. Do you ever really know what your true edge is? Not really. You can go back and look and see how compared to the results, but on a game-by-game basis, not really. 
sort of paradoxical. It's like, how do I know I have the edge any given bet? Well, that's why I'm so paranoid about everything. I do all this math and all this, what some people may deem to be unnecessary handicapping to make sure I don't fall into that category. But you know, I, I kind of get off on a thing there. But focusing on closing line value is very, very important. Great indication as to are you on the right side in general for any bet. So uh, those are the six tips given by the Washington Post. I have two to add. Number one would be you've got to find a way to get the right number yourself. Okay, it does no good knowing the break-even rate if you don't know what the price should be. So that's the, the toughest thing is getting the right number or the quote-unquote right number, but that has to be mentioned. If you're going to be a sports better, you've got to have access somehow to the right number. And if you think you're going to pay a subscription anywhere and get access to that number, you are sadly mistaken. It doesn't exist anywhere online, paid or free. Uh, and then number two that I would add is how to bet properly. Okay, you could know all of those things they just mentioned in the article, but if you don't understand how to bet properly, like how much to get down any given game, that's going to kill you. It's so important, you know, it's not just handicapping, picking the right side. Once you have the right side, how much do you bet on that side? Would you rather go uh 8 and 2 where every game you bet for 100 bucks or would you rather go 2 and 8 where the two wins are for 5,000 and the eight losses are for 100 bucks? Obviously, you'd rather be two and eight where the two wins are for 5,000, right? So money management is as important, if not more important, than the actual handicap. So all this ties together. I would add those two things, but in general, it was a pretty decent article. Okay, now I have to quickly talk about this other article that I stumbled upon looking for that one. Uh, this article is from sentsports.com, C-E-N-T sports.com. <laughs> I had to click on it. I saw the headline and I had to click on it. The headline is how to make $100 a day sports betting. And if you want bad info out there on sports betting or really anything, it's out there. I'm sure that this is how doctors feel when people come in with with like, so I looked up on WebMD, you know, fill in the blank, and they go, oh, God, really? Oh, boy. It's the same thing like when people say, hey, I read this here. What do you think? I read this here. What do you think? I come across an article like this, and I'm just like, who's writing this? Who is paying this individual to write this? And the article doesn't actually have an author on it. This, uh, no one wanted to put their name on this one, but it's just hysterical to me that this information's out there. Some people go to this and we're not going to spend too much time on this article. Okay. I'm just going to talk about a few things, why it's so amazing to me, but it's, it's just another reminder that there's a lot of bad information out there. And I mean, this is a weird website. It looks glitchy. It looks weird. I'm not sure how many people would even get a credit in the first place, but I mean, I'm talking about ESPN. I'm talking about Fox sports. I'm talking about trusted, reliable sources that people go to for sports information where gambling's now bleeding onto these onto these platforms. And I mean, not only are they giving out losing information, they're just they're just wrong. Like with half the things they say, whether they're talking about parlays or or or, or shopping around and prices or just the the approach to a handicap, they don't know what they're talking about. And it's really to no fault of their own. Like whether it used to be the show what was that show with with like Todd Furman and Clay Travis and Sal Iacono on uh, Fox Sports? I forget what that was called. And then, you know, they've got like the Daily Wager on ESPN. The issue is, fundamentally, these people are making a good, healthy living from these companies. So if ESPN's paying you $100,000 a year, or even like 80000 or who knows, maybe it's up to 120000 or whatever, even 60000 a year, right? You're getting a paycheck every month. You're not forced to learn the, the the ins and outs of what it takes to be a winning sports better. See, when I've been doing this for five years, paying bills for five, well, it's now getting to like six years almost, paying bills, going through this every single day, going through the, 
sleepless nights after bad losses and and lazy handicaps and and, and living the the ups and downs. Like, if you want advice, it should be people like me that you're listening to, not someone who, oh, beating the bookie with this. I'm like, 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 uh, uh, RJ Young on ESPN for college football makes a mockery of my profession because it's just like RJ Young's pick of the day, pick of the week. It's almost if like, and I know sometimes I get off like uh, comparing sports betters to other professions, which I have no right, like doctors and stuff like that, or a tur- or you know whatever it may be. But it all comes back to just like an analogy to where the, if you get on ESPN and you're playing professional handicapper, like 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 a lot of these people do, and they're giving bad picks out. As long as they identify, they don't know what the hell they're talking about, I have no issue with it. But they don't do that, right? It's almost like someone who's the world champion of operation, like the game, the the board game, claiming that they know they can give surgery advice. Okay, so I know I'm comparing pro sports to surgery, but or pro sports, you know, sports betting to surgery, but I believe there are similarities. I think if you're really, really good at the game operation, it's like being really good on TV, you know? But it's it's all make-believe. It's all pretend. You give him a knife, send him into a room with someone who's under anesthesia, good luck, right? You send any of these people on ESPN, you take away their paycheck and, and put them on an island where they didn't have to pick games themselves, they'd get crushed. They would get destroyed. And it makes a mockery of everyone out there. And honestly, it makes, to me, it's like a slap in the face to, to the consumer, to the average person, because they're sitting there going, they don't know the difference. Most of you out there don't really know the difference. I'm not trying to demean anyone, but it's the truth. So, you know, a lot of people are sitting and going, oh, okay, okay. Well, he likes that. I heard RJ Young say he likes them. And then, well, he's on ESPN. You know, so it just, there's so much bad info out there. And it's in sports betting and it's in other things too. But just be careful, okay? Just be very, very careful where you're getting your information from. This article, which I'm not going to even talk about, I got going on a little thing there. But it's just, it's no good. So, all right, that does it for today's show. Appreciate everyone uh, tuning in. Good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.